burst off after reading that little line. I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. This is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they're actually playing with. They are in a coup they might come and fucking intimidate me and whatnot. But fuck, they do not understand what the fuck just one person like myself is capable of. They do not fucking understand. No fucking vaccine or MRA will ever flow through my fucking blood blood. Never! I will fucking die fucking fighting for my forefathers and my fucking... All right, folks, uh, two streams in one day, uh, you lucky, lucky lick spills, and uh, got Johnny there waiting to go. So, I don't think I think we can dispense with the uh, housekeeping. You know where all the support links are, use the tools of your oppressors, the QR code. Send shekels to the dock, keep them in the fight, keep those grifters at bay, and uh, I will now transition over to the one, the only, uh, Gaslight Gilligan Johnny. Oh, look at that. Uh, hey, Kevin, how you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Uh, looking after my mate's dog. Oh, he's a beauty. What is it? Labrador? He's lovely, isn't he, pal? Yes, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I'd get one. We just don't what we don't have the the yard to keep a dog, basically, or a good sized dog. Right, we could get a little. Aye. Well, <laughs> I, I get... mean, not exactly ideal. I mean, it's only a. It's only, I'm only in a one bed flat. You know, there's uh, a big, decent sized dog. You know. Yeah, um, yeah. We used to we used to have a couple of golden he's, retrievers. He's, he's beautiful. You know, yeah. he is. Um, just a delight, you know. Yeah, lovely, lovely temperament, and uh, good gun dogs. <laughs> Actually, well, that's, considering... that, that, that's what he was, but he was. <laughs> don't think he was as ruthless as the rest of them, as the rest of the pack. <laughs> He's a bit of a Jesse, but anyway, how mm. you keep met? You all right? Ah, uh, you know, it's so bad. I'm just uh, uh, a lot of tech issues, and the goddamn house got hit by lightning today, this evening. I didn't. I, yeah, I was yeah. er, everything. Well, a few fuses blew, the whole fuse box tripped off. I was like, oh, fuck. Now, I didn't think I was going to be able to stream. I tried to, you know, as I was trying to flip stuff back up and, you know, that it would cut out. So then I had to go and find which thing was short circuiting and where. And thankfully, it was out on the carport and I could sort of isolate that bit out and mm -hmm. the electrics in the house seem somewhat okay i haven't tested everything but um yeah it just it just goes to show man uh, when uh, when nature decides he's going to take a, a chunk out of you this really? don't mess with nature <laughs> and i could the storm you could hear it coming and it was loud but it was really like literally one of those everything just flashed blue 
and uh-huh. you, you just hear everything just all shut down and i was like oh fuck. and uh well could be worse going from uh what i've seen this week i mean i don't i <laughs> i picked title and I've, I've sort of read through the article got sort of some bullet points and what have you to talk about but um i've got to i've got to pick your brains about ukraine johnny and mm. um so a couple of things i've okay. seen right let's let's yeah. let, let's get them out of the way cuz um then then we can burrow into the the thesis so um let me just find the name um so there was a significant escalation i think in the last week and that was um i don't have you klemensky i, I want to say and I'm I'm hearing it's a massive explosion. Maybe I'll share my screen with you. Oh yes, yes. In yeah, the, in the daytime, that. and there's like yeah. one, and then like two three seconds later, there's another one that goes off, and it looks massive. And so th- this is this is the scuttlebutt that I've heard, which is that there were millions of dollars of nato weaponry stored there but and which is un, un, unsurprising uh, given the circumstances yeah. but what i what i have heard is that um the uh, what do you call them De- depleted uranium sabot were also there that being supplied by the british and um you know uh, as a uh, as a battlefield loss to NATO, how does that rank? And how serious is it if they've, well, if it, I, I don't know how much the tungsten would flame up as well if it's. Yeah. Well, in terms of the, uh, the battlefield loss, in terms of the, you know, the overall strategic element of it, a significant one, certainly. Mm. Um, but it's, for me, that incident's more about effect. Mm. Don't get me wrong. There is going to be, there is going to be actually, you know, radioactive poisoning mm. um, in, in the locality, certainly. So, um, can the, 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 the depleted uranium can still burn with yeah, that sort so of I temperature. It's like, yeah. a, it's like a crude, dirty bomb. Yeah. I guess you know when they mm. do things like that. Um, and denying d- denying and you know future generations the use of the land yeah is yeah is is you know one of their priorities hence you've got gates buying up land in the us and mm. all these um you know must be nearly a dozen now rail accidents derailments um with chemicals etc poisoning mm. yeah. water tables mm-hmm. um yeah, to so me, this this is all crazy. part of um, covert biological chemical warfare that we're yeah. seeing. Um, yeah. So, and of course, what they, it, it allows them then. So, when these, you know, if these radioactive um, um, not clouds as such, but certainly when the, when the, when the locality becomes contaminated, then it allows it enables headlines to write it as such. And, and ultimately, what they're trying to do is to justify 
a nuclear escalation. It's to try and it's to try and get the normalize the narratives into mm. into the nuclear um, sphere um, in order to escalate escalate the war in general, but specifically mm. to um, normalize the nuclear narrative um, with a view um, to get it to, to to basically get it back to Fires Lane. Um, and, and Glasgow, and at least even if they don't get to launch, which I they won't, I'm pretty convinced they won't now. They've done it by now, they could, mm. um, but at least set up the pretext to military and, uh, um, you know, funnily enough, as the news was sort of breaking about these, as the public was being made aware of these labs in Ukraine, and one of their agents mm. of interest is. Congo, uh, Crimean Congo hemorrhagic fever, a tick-borne disease. And as they're sort of squirming and having to admit that there are these labs, what do we see break out right next to Alconbury but a case of um, Crimean Congo hemorrhagic fever? And Alconbury is the forward operating base. I know this because, because of my father um, being stationed yeah. there and around there. Um, it's the forward operating base for nuclear biological chemical in the UK and they have all the supposedly all the like medical facilities but the person had to be transferred out of the hospital to a um, civilian hospital I think to get to get proper care and again how how true that is I don't know like the the case because again yeah. this is this is you're just getting drip fed little bits of details and it could be them sort of priming the psyche for this type of thing but it in my mind it was interesting that we saw this like i say a base that was supposed to be well i, I you know what what does that mean decommission I'm, i presume they still keep sort of sentries around it and but there's no flights going in etc and mm -hmm, that that, mm -hmm. that all got reversed so um there's that little factoid and then well i, I so that to sort of leads into the second point that I had, which is so in terms of escalation that we've seen this week. Right. So for people on the ground, if if there was depleted uranium, that's a terrible event to have happened for the innocent people there. Um, in terms of like really sort of escalating it with. Um, military military tactics I, I, i'm presuming you'll have a better way of explaining this so i want to say last week on one day the, the russians lost two su-35s i want to say and one helicopter and they basically have a air defense system that's passive on the ground linked to awacs the AWACS sends the signal, so it's it's sort of indirect signal, so nothing's detectable from the ground. And then the missile ha basically has a, a its own radar that it switches on when it gets close to close to the target. Now, in my mind, and just my understanding, to lose, you know, that's their top tier sort of fighter bomber jet right the su-35 to have two taken down plus plus a helicopter by what would be an AWACS flying in international airspace outside of ukraine has that not de facto just extended the conflict zone out to where that AWACS is and aren't the russians then at liberty to say well 
okay um we, we see the AWACS we'll take that out well theoretically I mm. you know just putting it you know straight forwardly um and again you know you've you've hit the nail on the head with that word escalation and that mm. that is what it's about now this this war is what just over a year now or just uh, 14 well, months wanna... something February um, it started, so yeah, it's just over. A I year have now. little doubt that had had Russia wanted to win this by now, mm. it would have. Mm. No doubt whatsoever. Yeah, the aim it's, it's... is to keep the war going. Because what, what other I mean, they're gonna start with Taiwan. Mm. You know, Pelosi's already already been over there and personally tried to escalate that. I think that was mm-hmm. back end of last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so this this is probably the last card that they're playing right now in terms of of, of getting NATO into a war. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I don't see um, them being able to get this much momentum, this much um, traction in terms of gripping the, the the populations. I mean, all this business about clapping, especially in the UK Parliament, clapping Zelensky. Didn't he just arrive in today and he's hugging uh, Sunak? I saw uh, Exactly. They're trying to get us to support a war, to get get NATO into that war um, with Russia um, in order to escalate back here. And this is what really, really puzzles me, uh, because you don't even need, you know, an imagination to these are these are you know ishikawa cause and effect it's 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 a direct effect if nato gets into a war with russia then every nuclear and military base is going to be is going to be well the the protection is going to be escalated Mm. and it's exactly what they need it's exactly what the Tories need and what, what the Democrats now um, need in the US. Mm. Um, and it's it's not a great leap. Mm. It, so it's, it's, really it's, fu- it's funny that, um, you know, following our last conversation, there's that news report of the, I forget, I, I want to say it might have been New, Newcastle where, no, might, was it Scotland? But the, oh, the, uh, the, yeah, the, 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 the Navy ship that got sabotaged. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Bullshit. I call bullshit on that. Okay. Mm. Um, and again, it's one of those now. I mean, those places, somebody actually commented, um, you know, in that saying, you know, these places are like Fort Knox. And I said, exactly. Mm. They are, you know. Um, so for somebody to be, it's either been done, but it's been set up. But it's mm. not been done at all, and the story's just been planted, mm. you know. Mm. And um, let me just get rid of that. And the story's just been planted. And the underlying aspect to it is that, and I noticed that a lot back end of 2016 and going into 2017, was a lot of stories about incompetence. So first off, in that story. I think it was uh, it was in, certainly I think it was at Scotston the shipyard at Scotston on the Clyde, um, and first off, we're supposed to believe that security was so lax, so incompetent that somebody managed to get in there 
and sabotage the the cabling on that ship. That's that's one. And it's not it's not just a case of getting the, the there's a base, there's ground towards you've got a cover to get towards the ship, you've got to get onto the ship up the gangplank to the ship. The, exactly. The... You know, and so this this constant thing. Things of uh, I mean we had we had uh, stories of uh, drug taking on on one of the uh, nuclear subs. Oh. Um, of, well, of those sailor boys got to do something down there, right? <laughs> and um, so this constant feeding in of of you know ill discipline, of incompetence, of of lack security, of sabotage. And so what even though it might not seem directly related to the intended plan, mm. it is. Mm. Because again, it'll always be um Russia. So th China. Th th there's a comment in the chat, right? And so this is from Liberty Vertler. So it says, in his experience, the military and the politicians are never in agreement. The army will be against this war. Is does that sound the, reasonable to me? It does. I don't. I, I don't see yeah. the um, the squad is itching for this, right? No, I, I I wouldn't either. Um, not at all. I, I think we we even I because I've been out so long now. I've been out since twenty eleven. But even I probably underestimate just how disillusioned. People, you know, certainly serving now have, have, have become mm. um, because they've seen the corruption. You know, they're just like us. You know, they are us. You know, mm. they're just a contradiction mm. of society's bodies. And so mm. they're reading the same newspapers. They've seen the same corruption. Um, mm. And we all know, we all know historically that whenever governments are in trouble, they start mm. a war. Mm. Only this one's got the added, um, you know, the, the added impetus in that uh, it's a failing effort and um, as I said in the last thing you know a lot of them are going to prison um, if they're lucky if they're lucky if they're if lucky, they're lucky. they'll be the lucky ones that get to go to prison mm. you know considering what they've done and considering what they were about to do mm. um, so yeah politicians and and, 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 and military um I think historically, largely don't get on because that old kind of lions led by donkeys yeah. um, stigma is still there. It's not just a stigma, it's, it's actual fact. But I, yeah. I see that differently now. You know, the lions led by donkeys aspect. I don't believe it was just, you know, a lot of the time incompetence of the of the uh, the political class and the senior military class, Hague, etc. Um, um, yeah. I, I, there's no other way to see it. I, I believe those exercises, those those you know, World War One, World War Two, are just a means of, of culling the masses. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they're about uh, exactly the same thing. Yeah, it's we're, we're on this verge of automation, right? And there's many, many technology is key. Mm. It's key to this. So when they had you know the machine gun in <laughs> World War One, mm. um. It was just too much of an opportunity for the for the you know the the elite to to, to pass the elitists to pass up. Mm. Um, so senior military, I always found when serving, they were they were politicians, right? You know, they were they were very political, very two faced. They said what mm. troops needed to hear, um, 
You know, they were very good at doing that, but behind closed doors, it just is, you know, they'll, they'll backstab. Yes, back, uh, backstabbing. You can't trust them, right? And this is this is what we're... It's 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 one of the fundamental issues that we have with it, with this leadership class, the management class. AI can do as a pretty good job with respect to medicine, right? Once once Ooh. it can get all your details and your um you, you, and you answer a few questions and it's got your diagnostics, it's it's going to be as it's, it's not going to replace your family physician, but at, at a sort of large scale ability to manage so all those possessions all those professions go all the um sort of accountancy like what you were in sort of civil service like that can all start to be automated away and so you don't need a person in mm. that you need far far fewer people so what do you do with yeah. that, all those extra people right and kill them yeah you, you yeah. kill them mm. you know um it's right. that, that, that is, this is what we're seeing, right? My, my thesis has been that um, we're the war has already been going three years. Um, it's biological, chemical, primarily, and it's um, well, I, I'm not sure if you could call it kinetic as such, but in in mm -hmm. its in its action, that's that's the mechanisms that they're trying to use. And that now comes yeah. now comes the the more grisly part i guess so well so you you said earlier that um russia could have finished the war if they wanted to i believe so yeah but is it is it not so both their interests um zelensky and uh putin um to keep that war going to get nato into it because then they get to do exactly what it is the Tories are trying to achieve over here and Biden's trying to achieve in America is to declare police states, is to, is to declare martial law. Mm, yeah, I mean, you know, the uh, the digital surveillance and the, that, that was all kicked off in Russia as well. For, so for people who mm. are thinking that Russia is some paragon right now, um, you know, that there, there is that totalitarian type control yeah. I, I mean the way i've sort of summed up the equation is well which totalitarianism am i going to have to be, have my face stamped by and I, it, it, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> which which one of these tyrannies is going to put a bullet in my head i mean who, who asked that question what, what type of tyranny are you for this slot you <laughs> in the head you know but but the links the the links between i mean it's, it's common knowledge the cia predominantly installed Zelensky in oh, 2019. Yeah, yeah. We know this, right? Mm, mm. Well, it's a little bit murkier, but it is in that piece that I wrote, um, Ukraine, excuse me, Ukraine to Faz Lane, Glasgow, um, the mm. ground zero for uh, global Britain and five eyes fascism. Um, a six eyes, sir. Six eyes, you're forgetting sixth. Um, that would be our uh, Jewish brethren. Uh, well, I, I'm not, I don't really have eyes on that aspect. You know? Oh, it's, it's, um, but it's significant. The Clinton regime played a key role in essentially um, choosing. So via uh, Yeltsin, I think it was at the time, um, and um, Putin was a young KGB operative mm -hmm. at that point in time, 
and the Clinton regime. There's a direct connection between the Clinton regime um, and installing Putin um, back in the, the late 80s, early 90s. Mm. Um, but, and so, as I mentioned, what, so, if, if I so the links, to... and we know, oh, sorry, mate, we know mm. that there is, that the Tory party is awash with, well, it is Putin's through his mm. London-based oligarchs. Mm. Um, a lot of money. But they they in... just stole all that, though, just the last year, right? And Well, yeah. I mean, again, what what is true? Mm. You know, what, what's misinformation? Mm. Um, and, and, and hi, there are. There's a few um, mega rich people being, being killed off. You know, there's, yeah. there's been quite mm. a few that have fallen out mm. of... You know, taking a nosedive out of windows, etc. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so the links. So this is a concerted effort, as far as, by my interpretation, this is a concerted effort, predominantly US UK led. Obviously, on this side, um, mm. on the other side, um, and working with with Putin mm. to get that war going, and obviously with the puppet. Uh, Zelensky in Ukraine um, mm. to get NATO in to the war. Mm. So a lot of people want because it doesn't suit it doesn't suit their Cold War conditioning. Mm. You know uh, where Russia was a big bad enemy. Um, you know and obviously NATO was still expanding. You know onto its borders. You, it, there's there's so many examples of um, military experts, senior military experts. Uh, in the past, who have been warning against the expansion of NATO towards Russian borders, numerous examples, and yet they they still pressed ahead. They still they still went ahead with it because mm. I because I, I, we were always meant to arrive at this point. And the war, as you say, you know, you think it's been going for at least three years. Mm. My 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 interpretation is it's been going. It should have been going since 2017. It's been going since 2017. Mm. Um, but as I say, um, it failed. It failed to get its mobilisation trigger, mm. and that was up Fukushima. That was the uh, essentially. Could, the... could that not have been, um, you know, Trump being such a uh, spanner in the works, or what? Uh, 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 ah, an unpredictable right. event that because right. you know to to for all the criticism that can be laid at his feet. Um, he's the first American president that I can remember, well, since the first Iraq war, who didn't go actively to to war and start one. Right. Right. But this is what all the this is this is the Machiavellian theatre, right? Mm. So Trump was supposed to, but his 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 role, um, like Farage over here. Only, obviously, Trump played a more direct role. His persona, his reputation was being built up over the course of, what, uh, something like 20 years or something on the media mm. through these kind of game shows and all this sort of stuff, you know. Um, he then played this anti-establishment figure, as did Farage in UK. And then, essentially, paid, paid pipered, if you like, to create this following because everybody loves a you know um an underdog right 
Mm-hmm. So, and, and it sounds cliched, but it's true. So, with everybody being so disaffected by US politics, by UK politics, and seeing these, these, these guys coming and fighting the, uh, the, the, you know, the, the, the status quo, garnered then this support. But at the same time, you could actually, you could, it, was, it was in our faces, you could see this fascist sentiment building, mm-hmm. right? Trump was supposed to um, lead a war effort, if you like, um, against Iran initially, because Trump would be left with no choice but to defend, you know, NATO interests, American interests, and NATO interests. But that that trigger arrived, right? Because they um, they put one of their reaper drones into iranian so it's not airspace but it's there's like this blurry um area where you know if if there's an aircraft detected and i'm not sure how it it's sure surely got a military acronym but if if transponder is off etc and they see Ooh. and they detect it and that, that so they shot the iranian shot the drone out the sky right yeah. and there were and I remember at the time Trump actually saying he's not he's not going to war over um, a machine. Basically, there was no, there was no yeah. blood spilled per se, and so yeah. there was no reason to. And at that time, you had John Bolton, who's very very hawkish, saying you know, yeah. drumming up that we we have to go to war. And you know what? I'm we we just saw one recently where. Um, God, it was Hannity. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of the event, but he, he, they were just going crazy about how America had to step in. It was about Ukraine in this particular instance, and oh, some someone will remember the Hannity Spurg out. But um, so it, 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 you know, we had we had this discussion last week, which is it's it's not going to plan as as. Yeah they would desire it and you know the i sort of see it as the tables have been flipped etc every every sort of power group is jostling to make sure that they're positioned as the state changes into the new stable state Mm. that they've got their national interests at heart so um so this this, yeah They've got themselves at heart, mate, their own interests at heart. Because mm. I believe, certainly, certainly here in in in, in uh, you know in UK now, um, it's every man for himself. I think already. I think it has been for a good year or so. Mm. Um, media figures, politicians, um, are are panicked. Mm. They are panicked. So it's not just. It's not prioritizing the nation state. It's not prioritizing the protection of the nation. And actually, someone, 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 sorry to interrupt, so, but someone just said in the chat, right, um, with respect to Trump, I'd forgotten about this, but he he took out um, Salam, Salamani, that general, do you mm. remember? And I, th- I, I want to say yeah. it was at a civilian airport, right? And they, they droned him, right? And that that was um, Iran's sort of on-the-ground general fighting oh, yeah, with yeah. with Syria um, against yeah. it, 
what was essential. Look, because at this point, the CIA were funding ISIS and um, <laughs> causing that that you know the destruction of Syria as as we sort of knew it historically. And mm. so the April twenty eighteen bombing of Syria, mm. that was another attempt to draw Iran and Russia in because Iran and Russia are allies of Syria. Mm. Yeah. That was um, another attempt, numerous attempts to get us back on track. Mm. <sighs> so the, so, and, and this is what I, I, I like about some of your your kind of followers on what's it called? What's that platform Discord. called? I'm just Discord. Discord. Yeah. I, I I am because that's smart crew in there. I find them, I find them more more open minded. Um, so. When people are invested, emotionally invested, mm. in a certain reality, i.e., that, that that you know that Trump, you know, was was going to be the savior of democracy, right? Mm. Uh, or likewise over here in Scotland, that Sturgeon, you know, was leading the way to end up, and then you tell them, no, that's not that's not how it really is. On Twitter, on Facebook, people seem to be so set in their camps. They're mm -hmm. so emotionally invested in these cult figures. And that's what Trump was. That's what Sturgeon was, right? Mm -hmm. These cult-like figures. That's no accident that they're built up as such. Mm -hmm. um, and once they've made that investment, that it's so difficult to mm -hmm. get through another perspective. Even if they don't buy into what it is that I'm saying, it's so difficult just to, you know, you're knocking on the door and it's mm -hmm. very difficult to get through them. What I like about some of the guys that uh, and girls that you that follow you on on your page, whatever it's called, um, is that they're not so entrenched mm. in these um, these ideas. Mm. Oh, sorry, in their ideas, and so they're more open to um, some of my ideas. Um, but I can you you can see the evidence for yourself, right, mm. Trump built up a persona. His persona was built up for him over the course of about 20 years of media. He then launched into this anti-establishment role as Farage did. Farage came out of nowhere, playing the victim, playing the martyr, uh, playing the working man's hero. You know? Mm. But all the while, they were driving the sentiment. They were driving passions mm. towards what we conventionally know as fascism. Mm. Um, and again, a better example, I guess, a less direct example, um, or a, a less direct approach was having Farage and UKIP driving that right wing sentiment, normalizing, normalizing it so the Overton window is getting pushed further and further towards the right in order for the Tories who had the political power to fill that sentiment with policy. Mm -hmm. You know, th these guys are Trojan horses. Trump and Farage were Trojan horses all along. If you, if you ask, if you want my opinion, like a, a lot of the British, let's put it like social social engineering in my mind was in the Blair years. That's when they made most of the fundamental changes to, you know, the commons and the I don't know, but basic laws, you know, and a, a big one being that you didn't, that they got rid of jury trials in magistrates and things like that. That that right. was back then. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, right. You, no, that's a good point. I'm glad you mentioned that. So, um, same thing now, Scotland, right? Um, they are they're doing a trial of removing, and they've been trying this for the last few years, certainly since the Me Too bullshit, Me Too matrix came into being, um, of removing jury trials for men accused of sexual assaults. No shit. That'll, yeah, that'll then creep into domestic abuse. Mm. Um, and that'll be met. And in this trial, I have no doubt if they were to get away with it, which they won't, um, would then become a permanent feature. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so all it takes is one corrupt judge. It takes an accusation, a false accusation, um, mm. and then one corrupt judge to do the deal, you mm. know, to... to um, and that's part of that kind of mass emasculation. Sorry, mate, I interrupted your train of thought. No, well, it, 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 I'd got the what I wanted to say across, and I'm just I'm I'm tr I'm trying to sort of catch the chat as it's going by because, like you said, there's oh there's, yeah, there's, Blair's up his eyeballs in this. Blair Blair is um, party. Blair is. Um, well, he's, he's standing he's, in front of the World Economic Forum uh, that, as of now, right? Um, dictating sort of policy and look i i don't think it stops at the world economic forum that's like the shop front right that's more you would not it. believe where i think this goes mate and i'm not going to say here um there are things of process but which people are barely ready for some of the stuff i'm talking about now mm. um but there's some of the things that i've processed um i i think i would lose um audience i would lose not, no, no, I, we I go we go all places <laughs> we don't care yeah. well I, just, I, there's I, some I, of the things that are processed that i'm not going to uh bring up but there's there's we're in for one hell of a shift mm, mm. one hell of a shift on a global scale and so when, I, I i think we can learn yeah. from history though at this point right so like i say that you've pointed to first and second world war sort of being critical in this process this this multi-generational um plan i guess machiavellian plan and if so you know what what was the fallout from the second world war great because i i think that, that this is my own personal view I think we're seeing, um, well, let me rephrase this. You, you cannot ignore the other person's metaphysical beliefs, right? And their eschatology. And I think at these sort of higher echelons, you have um, these cliques, groups, etc. And a, a big part of that is the Zionist movement around well, the I, I, I call it sort of the Abraham Abrahamic Armageddon fascists, right? They've all got they're, they're all keyed in on this particular programming, particularly in the West. It's not it's not evident where I live, but for sure mm. in the Western Hemisphere you do see this, and so you know, and so that part of the programming that we get is, of course, the you know, six million dead, the uh, Holocaust, etc. All this, and I, you know, yeah, I'm sure a lot got um, 
done in during the war. I don't. I'm not buying these narratives that they're pushing, etc. And what we've what we've seen is a move to after the Second World War, they made the state of Israel, and that sort of established um, the or it kicked off in many people's mind the the the, the prophecy, but the, the thinking around prophecy. Um, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, one of the critical things that I, I think was when they sort of shifted gears. So if you remember when Trump was president, and maybe this was maybe this was his primary role, right? Wildcard came in and did what had been a um, solid guardrail under all administrations all around the world, which was to move the US embassy from Tel Aviv into Jerusalem recognizing Jerusalem as the sort of unified capital of Israel. Now, um, that being said, and all this prophecy aside, there's still the physical conflagration that comes with their their plans. And so this this is something that I've seen banded about. I don't, I don't know how much to put mm -hmm. into it, but I'll, I'll pose this as a question to you. The, the war in Ukraine is it's being called the war for Kazaria 2.0. Does that make any sense to you? No. Okay. So um, the, the so we were talking about this last week when we were talking about the race specificity of um, yeah, yeah. SARS, right? And so Ashkenazi come from the area of Kazaria, which is ah, Ukraine. Okay. And what what the thinking is, is that they're looking for, well, I guess Zionist conquest and expansion into Ukraine. So they basically they decimate it and then they can move in because you've got rid of the the local populations as it were now i'm, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying that's exactly what's happening but it's it's one thing that well, i would add into there's the a equation. blueprint for it Matt. there is yeah. a blueprint for it, you know and it's israel yeah. you know um yeah. and when you can sort the consequences of every act are included in the act itself that's all about 1984 and so when you look at um the creation of the state of Israel, 47, 1947, mm -hmm. um, after World War II. And I think such was the guilt trip that Western Europe were on in particular mm. after what the Nazis had done to uh, the Jews. Now, um, six million, I don't know, mm. a lot. Certainly in the millions, I would say. Well, it's just but that that number is one of their gematria numbers, and so and this is this is a thing that always trips me out, right? So you can go back to when the first world war was happening, and you can see all newspaper headlines: six million Jews have been killed in wherever, and there there are multiple. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No shit. What World War One? Yeah, around World War One. Did someone find me a link for the, the all these newspaper headlines that they would do and saying six million Jews have been massacred in, you know, whatever some Eastern European uh, Bantu oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I shit you not. Well, I mean, 
obviously, you know, a periodical reset in World War II, but one of the, the key aspects to come out of that, and I believe it's purely US-UK corporate driven, you know, using the Nazis as, as, a, as a proxy, if you like, mm-hmm. um, by exterminating on an industrial scale um, Jewish people, they then guilt-tripped the whole of Western Europe and beyond mm. into giving the green light for to, to create a new home, mm. you know, or their old kind of ancient home mm. um, on Palestine. And then that then became a reliable footprint for the US and UK corporate political element mm. um, that they would have in perpetuity because they could, they could probably only rely so much on their um, Arabic allies and on, on, on Saudi, mm. you know, um, and Oman and those th- th- those figures there, because they traditionally, they conventionally hate, you know. Well, that's the that's the Islamic jihad, sir. You can know, it's, you know <laughs> that's another that, constant. That, but in in order to ensure that they would have a permanent and reliable footprint. In the Middle East, um, on all that oil, oil, right? So especially back then, oil. oil, Yeah, you know, um, they created the state of Israel. Mm -hmm. And so, so, so you know, you know, Ukraine was being sort of set up as like one of these first smart countries where they were going to be doing the fifteen-minute cities. All this was being. uh, Oh, I didn't know it was a fight in Ukraine. Mm. Yeah. I know they but, tried it here. But, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they were getting everyone onto sort of digital IDs. So are you familiar with like how Estonia is run? So so you can become a citizen of Estonia, right? But basically in uh, on the internet, basically, and you can register business there, and um, and that 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 was sort of like a pilot project that they used in Estonia, and then it seems that they were going to sort of they're, they're mapping that to. Ukraine and then you know a lot of other Western countries via this sort of corporate hammer that's coming down that wants this very fine meticulous managerial control from a metaphysical standpoint I think it's part of yeah. the nature of reality like yin and yang and mm-hmm. um, so you know the the question is is so we, we, we've identified the problem right which is this creeping militarization corporate corporatization we discussed last week that um the the militaries are essentially private privateer mercenary armies dressed up in the in the regalia of um king and country i guess is is Mm -hmm. the and so I know I had I had some points written down from uh, reading your article. So, um, well, we've actually kind of covered a lot of it. Well, I think you've you you you've hit the nail on the head there, and and everything else is theatre. Everything else is portraying, you know, the victim, portraying you know being the victim of an outside force. 
And that's the thin line, if you like, between this private mercantile force, which in essence we are, mm. you know, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, working for a corporate, an elite corporate political class. Um, but in portraying ourselves as victims of an attack, mm. 9-11, you get to go to war. You know, and you get to do it under the guise of having been attacked, and therefore, you know, as I'm saying last mm. week, you have the the morally righteous case to go and do that. Yeah, of course, you don't. You know, I... you, you don't. But if you know, if this is people's indoctrination. If this is people's, uh... and you're right, you'll never get rid of it. You know, as long as there are human beings right. on the planet, mm. we're always going to face these sorts of problems. However. The, the the change that's that's happening now, because we can see a lot of how this theatre works, um, the same old playbooks that they've used time and again are going to be null and void. You yeah, know, which they, is why, gonna... where I think this this next generation of technology comes in. They do want an internet of things, an internet of bodies. This this for sure is part of the totalitarianism that's being unleashed and and part of the reason that you saw them weaponize ideas around there being nanotech in the vaccines in the current iteration right because by seeding a narrative which could be demonstrably proven to be um false and just the you know the you would you would notice the technology very very quickly i was able to get hold of vaccines i was able to take them to the lab run the run the tests on them to identify what's in them etc and you know a, a lot of all, all that bullshit that was being pushed around and heavily heavily amplified which was the irritating fact not not that we were dealing with synthetic pathogen not that we were watching something very deliberate take place which was designed mm. to coerce on mass many many well just countries global essentially global right and but i think in the next steps is where you're st going to start seeing this technology start being deployed and you know there's so you can think about as far as you're aware was there any nanotechnology at all in any of these no no, no. Okay. not so in any of the that, the fact that that story was pushed time and again mm. um what i think that served to do was to rubbish any any criticisms of the jab itself so every yeah. time somebody had a valid criticism to make yes and there is um, valid criticism yeah absolutely mm. then you would probably get a line. You could get a line back. So I, I suppose you're you're one of these people that believes there's little robots in the, in the jabs. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. in their mind, what they're doing is they're shooting down your argument. When in actual fact, they're just parroting, you know, another piece of propaganda that's actually mm -hmm. designed. I, that's why I think Flat Earth gained so much traction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that was a very but, deliberate testing of the waters. Absolutely, and... that was inserted mm -hmm. in, and so. You know, so that any valid point you had could be, it wouldn't be shot down, but the but the most ignorant out there would actually would just say, oh, I suppose you believe in flat earth as well then. Mm. You know, and it's, mm, mm, 
So, yeah, so those those types of narratives, I believe, are deliberately put and amplified in order to um, rubbish any valid claims, any any valid pushback. And any dissent, any any yeah. type of, of pushback. And the disturbing thing that we're seeing right now is this, um, well, I, I'm calling it like the medicalization of dissent, which is basically what they had in the soviet union where you know if you if you questioned the state then they would define you as being mentally ill schizophrenic and you know this is you know you get into very sort of slippery territory about mind and right consciousness and that's, and... That, that's why um the characteristics between the uh, you know the, the the dark triad in terms of an individual you know an abuser and in, in terms of a state well, I'm actually, you know what? Could I beg your indulgence, please, Johnny? I've seen you sipping, and I've realised I didn't bring a drink up. <laughs> I can. So, could you just explain Dark Triad for people whilst I go and uh, grab myself some fluids, <laughs> that, if, if okay. you don't mind? Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. So, I'll, I'll be um, Yeah. So the so I developed a, a Dark Triad model. Dark Triad is actually um um. Uh, it's, it's a legitimate term in the psychiatric profession, and it's essentially it's the three it's the three traits that make up a dark triad: so Machiavellianism, narcissism, and psychopathy. Um, and these are the most um, th these people are the most effective, uh, convincing actors. Trump's one of these actors. So is Farage. Um, so is Johnson. So is Biden. You know. Um, and, but by applying these groups, in fact, I, I, this is a bit of, a, a wee bit of a mouthful, so I'll read this out. Um, and it's my interpretation of, of fascism. And so, fascism steeped in pathological hypocrisy, superiority entitlement, and inveterate victimhood is the group characteristic extension of narcissism and is the Machiavellian, patriotic, militarized business model extension of joint government and corporate engineered crisis capitalism. So what we've got then is essentially these, these groups of dark triad characters who've been dominating our airwaves since forever, since the advent of, of, of radio technology, of, of TV, um, and essentially have been dominating our lives and our reality through media. Um, and the actual model itself, and so behind closed doors, one of the uh, one of the aspects that um, an abuser will do, certainly from a um, you know a, a survivor's viewpoint, is they will emasculate you and they will invalidate you. Um, and essentially, there's no different. It's no different from what actually goes on at state level. The, the tactics are very much the same. The ploys are very much the same. And so the six, so I created six drivers uh, within within this, and it was essentially to, and it's a psychological and a physiological uh, deprivation of dignity. Um, and and so to, for each of them is to invalidate, emasculate, isolate, agitate, and segregate. In fact, that's on page eighty-eight, Kevin. Um, and the amalgamate gaslighting Gilligan. The, yeah. Yeah, we you, need to plug um, your website more. Um, Aye, that's on page eight. 
And um, I call that it's a dark triad hate state. I don't think you're able to bring that up. Um, uh, let's see. I've got the web page here. So it's gaslightinggilligan.com, folks. Oops. Yeah. Uh, let's do that. And let's swap sides. And they're the, they're the most convincing characters. And even when they're, even when they're, um, Sorry, which one was I looking for? Uh, page eighty-eight, mate. The Dark Triad uh, uh, of of dark, of Gaslight and Gilligan. Of the book itself, yeah. Yeah. Hang on, I need the. But will you do that? I'm just going to nip away every second, buddy. All right, so uh, there's a book. Sorry, the chat is overlaid for it. Um, very, very nice. Uh, how should we say, Irvin Welsh aesthetic to it and uh it's free to download gaslight and gilligan um i think johnny's got a lot of the pieces of the puzzle with respect to um how you're seeing uh state actors moving in the uh the current environment so let me just uh read a couple of the comments history is written by the victors yes absolutely and um that they're it's a constant struggle it's part of nature I would add. Uh, let's see. Where World Oswald says US was sending billions in the early 1900s to Ukraine. I didn't know that. Mm. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Real Math says I calculate using manufacturing potential of crematoriums over three years, and it's hard to break five figures. Forget about six million. Yeah, I, I mean, look, I think a lot were just fucking shot and just dropped in pits to tell the truth i don't think you know this sort of crematorium thing and um uh, lampshades made out of skin i think that's a lot of um the embellishment done by done by the victors to um forward their aims and you know this this sort of brings us back to the point we were we were speaking about um you know that the map is already there about the creation of the state of israel right and you know that goes Ooh. back to the prior to the first world war and balfour and the and yeah you know, balfour Declaration, yeah. yeah and churchill was essentially you know he was bankrupt right and was um bankrolled by Rothschild. and right yeah makes sense and it's, so there was, um, yeah it's there's a lot of historical figures that we're going to see in due course um are not the people that they've been made out to be. And, you know, mm. Churchill is one of them. Mm. Uh, well, but again, because of that indoctrination, people people struggle mm. with seeing, you know, um, or as, what is the truth. Mm. Um, well, we, we yeah. had, we had, or we had, Britain had this Churchill figure ready to go, right? Which was Boris Johnson. And that again, it, it didn't pan out. in America. No, it didn't pan out. As I say, um, uh, Theresa May was going to be in the hot seat during all of this, during the initial phases of it. Mm. Um, I the manufacturer. Yeah. Mm. She would have made the initial call to the to the Trump regime um, for military and economic assistance. But um, he would have been installed far earlier than he was uh, to become that Churchillian figure. Mm. Um, yeah. 
So uh, did you manage to bring up that page that you met? Uh, I've I've got it on here, and uh, I'll I'll scroll down to eighty-eight. So page eighty-eight, mate. Aye, um, the dark triad, gaslight, hate, state. Mm. Um, there. Okay, so we'll we've got it up, and actually, if we have, you know, you you know, who you should speak to. We have a bunch of people who are very much into. Um, deconstruction of gnosticism and um they they love all this kind of and symbology anybody anybody that could uh you know develop an interest even if they want to criticize i don't care Mm. as long as it's legitimate constructive criticism i don't care Mm. bring it Mm. you know but um but then, you know, just, just right. So, if, you know, from, I try to, um, quite very poorly, uh, try to create a, a kind of a swastika look out of it, of the red arrows that is, uh, is mm. going around the outside of it. Uh, but anyway, from the, 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 the uh, the center of the model, if you like that. So I put the party in there. And the only reason I put the part, I, I wanted to get the core politique as in my, you know, my creation, you know, in there, but mm. I couldn't fit the core politique. Into that wee black triangle in the middle of the uh, middle of the page. I see, I see. Uh, so I just you smaller font, bro. Well, I think it was so tiny anyway, you know. <laughs> but that's that's um, what the zoom functions for. And um, and essentially, so everything, and that's what the what the abuser does, you know, at the most kind of basic level behind closed doors, you know, conventionally as we know it. Um, everything that they are. You know, all their insecurities, all their egos, all the toxicity, everything that they are, what's happening on the media and political scale is being projected into society as if it's society at large that is, you know, at fault. So mm-hmm. they, pro- they, they, they send out a lot of misogynistic messaging, they send out a lot of hate and ignorance and xenophobia in order to project that onto society, in order to lead us to you know become those sorts of people but all they are is a creation of what they are themselves mm. but yeah. through now BU's at the top is is broadcast units so film tv radio nd is news division um ied is uh, information entertainment division so i created these divisions essentially in order to how they project this reality so then you've got the the press uh, press division and you've got social media because from the outset from the outset I saw a piece recently um, in fact it was on Joe Rogan um, he had a guest on saying um, how you know the CIA how the intelligence services infiltrated social media they didn't yeah. infiltrate social media after the no. fact that the social media is a creation is a military intelligence creation from the outset they didn't, they didn't yeah. infiltrate it after you know so i don't know that's and what i've and and another aspect as well mate is there is a lot there's a there are a lot of household name liberal leftist journalists out there who are part of the gig right who have been mimicking my work for years now right because and part of that i think is a strategy um to 
funnel traffic away from. So, of course, they've got a bigger following, they're better known, mm. people take them written. And that is an effort, I think, in order to keep people away from Gaslight and Gilligan. All right? And and people that have done this is Matt Kennard of um, uh, what they call UK Declassified, George Menbiot, Mm, uh, I hate that. Peter, o- Frank, but... Peter Oborn, right? Mm. Of Double Down News. Now, Peter Oborn's a, you know, born again. He's, he's like Tory, but he's mm. now he's become born again, you know, type mm. of thing. And he's not quite the Tory he once was, you know, Mm-mm. right for Double Down News. Um, um, I don't know if Aaron Bastani's actually written anything, but he, I'm convinced, is part of the gig. He's I not bad I don't know that name. Say it again. Yeah. Um, what what was the name? Bastani. Aaron Bastani. Bastani, like Pakistani. Yeah, he, yeah, yes. <laughs> Fucking hell, yes. Mm. Um, he's Novara Media. Um, mm. Peter Jukes and James Melbourne. Peter Jukes is the. He was basically creating this this byline byline time. He so he's byline times, mm. um, and he started this. So you suddenly had all these like central byline times and south byline times and all these little these byline times um, pages pop up on on Facebook and on Twitter. Mm. They were all ready to rock and roll, I think. They were kind of, kind of the new kind of left wing media, mm-hmm. um, ready to to insert themselves. And are still, you know, the, the, you know the key driving forces um, set in England behind left wing parties. But a lot of these people played a key role. And ousting Jeremy Corbyn. That's, I mean, that's one of the huge red flags. Mm. All right, they played a key role in ousting Jeremy Corbyn. As we know, he was he was basically, you know, there was a coup of his premiership over the course of two general elections. Mm. Um, and he obviously he had he had what it took. He had the following to essentially end the British cartel as we as we know it. Mm. Uh, but anyway, so they played a key role in doing a. Uh, in Scotland, uh, so we've got the National Newspaper, right, mm. which came about after the um, 2014 referendum. So I think it came in the beginning of 2015. Um, it's NewsQuest owned, which I think Rupert Murdoch is involved in that somewhere along the line. And NewsQuest, he might own it. He might be some sort of partner, and I'm not 100% sure on that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the National is another Trojan horse. Right, um, they've played a key role in ensuring that the SNP, the leadership at least, um, have been able to to carry on, you know, as as as, as normal. Um, but going back to England, one of the biggest ones, and, and I I used to think maybe it was just a fragile ego that he had, mm. um, because that's the thing that I I I am also um, open to. So, yes, there are those who are deliberately shadowing my work or, or mimicking my work to draw traffic away, but there are also those who will just have fragile egos, right, mm-hmm. who will take, who will cherry-pick my interpretations, right, but not acknowledge me mm-hmm. because it's just too much for them, you know. It's well, just, okay. uh, a, a lot of that is um, them trying to corner because um, it's money as well involved in this income streams uh, yeah. absolutely you know and so by giving so yes there are, so there's there's ego 
absolutely income streams. I mean, they, these are things that I've, I've previously written about. And um, and he's got probably the biggest following in the UK of anybody, of any individual. And that's Russell Brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah. has been, he's been, a, he, I mean, I tried, first tried contacting him around about, I don't know, it's been three years or so ago now. Um, but all his work, all his, his interpretations that he keeps putting out, they're all they're all in Gaslight and Gilligan already. Mm. You know, yeah. so I he's, he's very much a limited hangout. Um, he's yeah, there too. Of the mind that he's probably involved rather than just mm -hmm. having a fragile ego or protecting his income streams. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I yeah. I'm more edging towards he's actually in on the. So game. you you you're, you haven't seen the pictures of him hugging Yuval uh, Harari of World Economic Forum, the little ideological sodomite that goes around telling everyone that you're you're surplus to requirements and the elite are going to have uh, super technology to uh, you right. don't know that guy. Well, yeah, I, him and I've heard of him. I've heard of him. Um, but I didn't know about the connection. Oh. So there's, there's definite crossover connection. And of course that crosses right. over with the Joe Rogan network. That's, um, right. a big one. And, uh, of course there's, um, well, US I hope side. he's not involved, mate, because I fucking like him. Yeah, like look, man, I, I'm I'm a I'm a Joe Rogan bro, right? As generally, you know, I, I would I, I I don't watch him now. He's on Spotify, but um, that's the thing. I mean, fucking brands. He makes me laugh. Mm. You know, I do find some of his stuff funny. You know, you know some mm. of his quips when he's when he's making these these observations. But the observations aren't his. Mm. He's content to, you know, pass them off as if they're mm. his, but. Mm. It's all in Gaslight and Gilligan, mm. you know, published in 2017. So, yeah, you know, he, he was he was there sort of the public face, the acceptable face of um, pushing back against, you know, the mandates and um, vaccines. You know, he, he would bring up issues yeah. around, you know, the fact that there was a lab origin around covid right and so what mm. what that does is pulls people away from really getting to the um, core of individuals who were involved in you know releasing the information you know i was there was a bunch of scientists that stood up very early on i'm i'm um, proud to say that you know i was early early in that game saying people you need to watch out right something something's going on the pathogen is not um, it's not just a flow, it can mess people up, etc. But but then then came the second part of the, the operation, which was the um, this idea of um, this next-gen technology as this pathway out that they that they were going to um, instantiate yeah. onto people, and um, you know the and that, that that's where he's a kind of um, so. To my mind, how this was working was, yes, COVID was a bastard, you know, could kill some people. You know. mm. um, it's an incapacitation it's, agent. That's how you have to think yeah, of it, Johnny. Yeah, incapacitation. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. Um, so you had the Tories here, you had Trump in the US, right, when this was all initially happening. Mm. 
So what they did, I think quite successfully, was sent out a lot of confused messaging and mixed signals um, about COVID itself, right? Um, and then as the, the vaccines were, were, were due to be trotted out, online, so outriders online, um, and UK column, I think was one in UK, mm. um, were so Patrick Hennison, do you know yes. that person? He's a little yes. prick of fucking. Yeah, he's 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 in there. Um, what they did again quite successfully was um, gave a lot of information regarding why people shouldn't be taking these vaccines. Right, I was suspicious already because of where I where I was in in, in my head regarding anything that was coming across media that was being stated by politicians as you know we should just trust them to do this thing. Um, so I wasn't, I was going nowhere near these things anyway. So, oh, and well, actually right just in the chat, just that, and I don't know if you know this, but of course, Russell Brand is, uh, full on, uh, Fabian society. He's a Fabian. Did you know right. this? Mm. No, mm. but that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Right. That does make sense. Mm. Um, and so, so whilst you had what we class as the conventional, right going far right um you know giving this garble confused and inconsistent messaging regarding both covid and the vaccinations and with their outliers online dissuading their followers mm -hmm. yeah. they can't help themselves mm -hmm. but because we don't see them through this prism you know a lot of it goes over our heads mm -hmm. um well, I'll tell you a good one, if you remember it. Do you remember them opening the tunnel in between Switzerland and Italy? And they had this very, very long pagan-like, and li literally it was it was sort of yeah. satanic looking as it began to unfurl itself. And, you know, that I, I think that's them sort of saying, you know what? Um, yeah, we do do all that shit to, uh, as we do... <laughs> That all those kids go missing. That's real. And the, um, the Georgia Gatestones, you know, it's just mm, honestly mm, they can't help themselves. Mm, they they have to be able. It's, it's a way of kind of venting, expressing their power that they have over you, and the, you know the knowledge that they have over you, mm, without actually giving it away. Mm, but because you're working on a completely different key setting, you don't have the right crypto fill. But as soon as you have the right crypto fill, and you go you dark fucker mm, mm, mm. you know um and so yeah so in the kind of the, the that uniparty um the, the party the uniparty the core politic aspect was the right gave out the mixed message and then confused and dissuaded their own right-wing supporters from taking the vaccines you had the left trudeau sturgeon mm. right part of the same construct who were Validate, validating the vaccines and so you know saying that you know safe and all that sort of stuff mm -hmm. and so you would have that you know the the, the binary weapon as such and the, the most probably the most lethal aspect of it being the vaccines themselves mm -hmm. certainly you know long term medium to long term you know, oh god we, yeah we still got sustained death like this this week the uk's yeah. put out figures 20 percent yeah. they're holding 20 percent above where it should be 
right? right? And so that's it was thousands of people right? a week. Now you would have in England because um, Johnson and the rest of them. Um, after he was in the hot seat, was given. I mean, this fucking idea. Both him and Trump got COVID, and then we were all to get behind them and fucking pray mm-hmm. for pray for Boris and clap for Boris and all this. Mm-hmm. Um, aye. Right, so because of all do, that, do you think? Do you think he was in intensive care? Was that real? No, no. no. Mm-hmm. He might have been in there physically, but did mm-hmm. he need to be in there? No, mm-hmm. no. Theatre. Orchestrated theatre, man, you know, and that that the, there was what one of the themes that was going on through that was is Volksgemeinschaft um, mm-hmm. theme. So I don't even remember the, or you probably will, the the happy clappy bullshit on a Thursday night. Yeah, 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 of course, man. NHS and all this push, right? And you clap for our heroes, clap for NHS, clap for carers, clap for Boris. I mean, mm-hmm. fuck me, right? Mm-hmm. It was just relentless. And that's that. That was them trying to build this uh, um, Volksgemeinschaft, people's community, right, mm. or the national community, and they were trying to build this Volksgemeinschaft, um, you know, stoic spirit. Mm. You know, blitz, blitz, uh, Craig, spirit, sir. In order to get, you know, to to basically get the population behind, and that's what the, I think that's what the specific Boris Johnson story was about was to get mm. us behind him in order to create begin to create that kind of churchillian cult figure mm. but and, because but, but he, he was he was brought down though because of basically flouting the restrictions right that that some aye, i won't say it was a think... christmas party or something right wasn't it, it was... aye but don't you think it was curious right how we never heard any of that. it wasn't until about a good year or so after these things had actually happened, um, that we that the media, that our free and fair media, mm-hmm. you know, told us this, because nothing ends up in media if it, if there isn't um, if it isn't part of the agenda, if mm-hmm. it isn't in some way contributing towards the agenda itself, right? Mm-hmm. So a year or so after these things actually happened, and he was having these parties. Um, they didn't know what a party was, you know. Did it constitute being a party? It was just fucking, you know, absurd. Then we hear about it. So, and I'm like, well, did this actually happen, or have these all been framed as such to say this in order to keep the agitation going? Yeah. Because they need to keep the populations bubbling. They need to keep us simmering. Because when they lose, and it's so easy, they lose the energy of, of all the agitation that they've, they've been trying to build us up towards into this, this crescendo ready for the trigger, the main mobilization trigger. Mm-hmm. Um, and every time they just fail to get the trigger. So they need to come up with new things, new new narratives in mm-hmm. order to keep us simmering so that we, you know, we snap upon, you know, the, the main trigger itself. That's where... The Westminster Bridge attacks came in, attacks. Um, that's where there was another, was a, a London Bridge one, if I recall. Um, there was also in Grenfell. It's um, All of this was bubbling, was simmering the population, started to build us up in towards a crescendo into July, right, into July 2017. And July, the reason July, um, again, 
you know, and they like to wave their symbolic power in our faces. I didn't know until I began researching. In fact, the, 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 I don't even know if I should say it. it's in the book, right? But oh, you can I don't want to lose people. I don't want to lose no, 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 no. I go, I go to so many places but, on here. It's, uh, you ain't going to shock right. anyone. Okay. In media, right, in films, sorry, in entertainment in particular, right, sci-fi and fiction, <clears throat> sci-fi, horror, sorry. The, the amount of symbolic messaging, symbolic representation is just phenomenal. There is tons of it, right, reams of it. I've been watching, um, is it X-Men Apocalypse? Again, mm -hmm. these types of things, Marvel mm -hmm. films and, and, and the rest of them. Especially mm -hmm. X-Men. Oh, Jewish, sir. All right, oh. Yeah. Um, loaded. Absolutely loaded, right, mm -hmm. with symbolism. I've been watching X-Men Apocalypse. Um, and I'm going, uh-huh, uh-huh, okay, that, that could mean something. It might not, you know. Um this is before putting putting the book out. So as I'm as I'm researching, and having some downtime watching just you know films, um, but knowing that this symbolism is there. So I went downstairs just for a couple of minutes because the film had finished. Sorry, credits were on. I'd gone downstairs watching. Um, uh, sorry, maybe get a bite to eat or something. Can't remember. Came back up, and it looked like a new film had started. It was on Sky. <clears throat> and um, I thought, oh no, wait a minute, this, this is the same film. And what it was, was after the credits, so maybe it was about five minutes or so, maybe a wee bit longer, that I'd been downstairs when they came back up, it was another part to the film, mm -hmm. right? And I'm going, okay. So, of course, in cinemas, the vast majority, I can't remember the bloody code. Nah, but it's, seen, it's that's predictive anyway, programming, and um, it made it made me, and I'm thinking, well, what? Because I saw it as July, July mm. in the year '52. Mm. That's all right, yeah. So, um, uh, 7:52, that was it. Close, 7:52, right? And I'm going to say, what the hell does 7:52 mean? What if that is significant? What what is it significant for? 52 weeks in a year, okay. Seven, mm. seventh week, seventh month. Mm. So I had to look at. You know, seventh week historical events and seven historical events in July. Mm. All right, I'd never even heard of the July crisis. Mm. Have you heard of the July crisis, nineteen fourteen? No. You Google um, July nineteen fourteen July crisis. Uh, let's see. Oh, it's Archduke Ferdinand, and uh, I didn't realise they called it that, but um, yes. Yeah, yeah. I heard of the I heard of the Archduke Franz Ferdinand assassination. Right, I'd mm. heard of that, but I'd mm. never heard that there'd been something that had been referred to as the July Crisis. Not mm -hmm. even in school, but I recall, you know. Um, so I'm thinking, you, you, really, you know, um, and so I think what we were in for was another July crisis mm. um, with op, what I called Op Fuku, Fuku Glacier, with the, the, the staging of the sinking of the Trident sub. Um, and that's the only way, that's the only way I initially knew to 
to research historical events in July. And then it, up it popped pretty much straight away. Because again, they love to demonstrate their power. They love to wave their power mm-hmm. uh, in our faces. One of the lines that Boris Johnson came out with, um, we're going to make a titanic success of Brexit. Do you remember that line he used? Remember I hadn't heard that line, but... Uh... <laughs> he used that line. And of course, everybody was everybody was saying, well, you fucking idiot, because the Titanic sank, right? <laughs> but he knew full well what he was saying. Mm, right, mm-hmm. and this is this is humor to them as well. Because oh yeah, yeah of course. The, those in on the gig, you mm. know, are all in on the joke. Mm. So when he was talking about we're going to make a Titanic success of Brexit, he was talking about the sinking of the sub, or yeah. the staging of the sinking of mm. the Trident sub and the Clyde. Mm. That's what he was talking about. One of the other years ago, he came up with one. Um, that, uh, oh, was it Croydon? Um, I think it might have been Croydon. Was of more totali- um, ut- utilitarian uh, benefit to the UK than Strathclyde, which just wasn't true anyway, you know, um, at all. And, um, but, you know, and I'm thinking, well, why Strathclyde? Why not tease? You know, why not time tease or something like that? You know, why why did he, you know? And I think in hindsight, because he knew the gig, he knew he knew the plot way back when, um, that he would every so often would just come out with these these, you know, these Borisisms that, that he's known for, but in actual fact, um they're just ways of displaying um their their, their power. Um and it is a oh, wash in film. We, we, yeah, I, I I agree with that. I mean, you know, you know about um, Matrix, obviously, right? You know about the nine yes. eleven symboli. <laughs> well, not even symbology, but just the date of nine eleven is on um, uh, what's it? Neo's driver's license, right? When they when they take him in to the right. the cell and they sort of glue up his mouth, and they they've got his ID on the folder, right? Yeah. And there's nine eleven on there and and literally that was you know when when did matrix come out that was 2018 no sorry 1998 maybe yeah late 90s yeah 1998 one. i think i um, can't remember which but me too also features in one of the matrix films um and well I, you, you know those Wachowski well, again yeah for that name yeah right right but th- they've gone through right so they've done the matrix and you 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 have to wonder how much there's a one of them i think did v for vendetta oh really interesting yeah you know what yeah. I, <laughs> I watched I, I remember watching v for vendetta at the time and i i hadn't you know i sort of it was like a sort of take on all well. I sort of enjoyed the movie and just yeah. sort of filed it away. And I actually watched it a few weeks ago, right? And I just hadn't realized, well, I just watched it and I was like, holy shit, this is just globo homo propaganda to push this idea of, because if you think about at, at the time, there was, you know, you can remember the debates back then about, oh, should gays be allowed to be married, etc. They were They were bringing them into the, um, that they were normalizing it and you and at the same time using it as a cudgel to 
um, attack sort of family um, stability, right? And that big, big portion of that story is just about um, homos and uh, their 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 suppression under the the state. And well, um, yeah, I mean that's that's right through um, hand, *Handmaid's Tale* as mm-hmm. well. Well, you know, you know I, that's a chicks movie. Well, it's uh, but <laughs> I haven't watched I it. Think I think we're going to get to a time when we're going to find that the vast majority of our most prolific, most successful um, science fiction writers and directors and whatnot mm. are in on the gig. I ask myself this question, right? It's, it's, there's a metaphysical question here, which is, you know, there's elements of consciousness and, you know, what, um young sort of called the collective unconscious and you know there are there are ways of amplifying those states and you know the most obvious ones being sort of psychedelics and um and you can Mm. they know that they can tune and engineer those states so that they can amplify um archetypes i guess and imagery Mm. and symbology and and you know when when they're all hanging out together because they all go to the same restaurants and they all go to the same parties and then you know there's going to be a filtering step of who's barrage does with murdoch yeah 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 they're, they're... Barrage does with murdoch yeah yep. anti-establishment my ass yeah but mm. sorry mate yeah and you go well you know i'm i'm just wondering how much you know they they they're just given creative license and so the the themes will come through anyway because it's it's you're tapping into a higher dimensional construct and they're pulling the information down and even even they might not realize it at the time of mm. of doing it but there's there's a there's a degree of synchronicity involved and this is this is where you really have to start picking apart about what consciousness actually actually is what the brain is doing and the all the neuroscience gubbings the philosophical etc and um mm-hmm, the, the, mm-hmm. the simple answer to that is is that reality is far more complex than what we can perceive yeah, right definitely. and um there's well, elements one of, one of the other um which I, I see as it now, um, Kubrick's um, 2001 Space mm-hmm. Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Um, so when all the, you know, the apes are initially just sat around and being lazy and and and, and doing mm-hmm. doing the square root of nothing type of thing, I just just foraging and doing just chilling thing. out, man. Like you should be able to. One morning they wake up and they see this, you know. Um, totem thing, this 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 rectangular totem mm. that's clearly from you know another world as it's as yeah. as we're supposed to look at it. Um, I I perceive that now as being um, it's us with the apes, obviously. Um, but when they start, that's it. When the first one picks up, so they touch the stone, they touch this this totem, and then. It inspires one of them to pick up a, a a bone from a carcass and then use it as a weapon, mm-hmm. and then they start fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I perceive that now. That's a representation of technology. That's a representation of the, of, of radio and television. Mm -hmm. um, those those totems. Um, aye. So I think in time will. I mean, there's a cracking film. I think it's twenty six. Life. It's called Life. It's uh, um, Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, yeah, and it's essentially about uh, an organism. So there's a, um, oh, can't remember the name of the word. What's what's the uh, a little spaceship that goes to another planet <laughs> and then comes well, back? What's it called? Uh, spaceship teleport. <laughs> uh, a what? Teleport. I can't remember. Uh, so it goes It goes to, so they're basically trying to capture this thing. It's gone and picked up an organism from Mars, right? And it's bringing it back. Um, and then they realize that this 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 little creature, this little Mar Martian um, is is not good, right? Um, and, is, and it sets about destroying the ship and then it's trying to get to Earth. Oh, hang on. Brilliant. I, I need to, I need to uh, f find this movie. I've got to watch some. But what it is, what it is, is a representation it's, it's a representation of u.s history okay. as we know it right so minus the gen minus the north american native indian genocide the rest is the is a is a, is a history of america mm. watch that and it's based it's in space mm. you know but it's what very, you have to give me the name of it because I, I don't. It doesn't. Life. It's, it's called life. Life. Okay. okay. Life. Yeah. Um, um, I'll speak to tech guys. We'll get it. Uh, we'll get it thrown up. It's, it's remarkable. And then once you're looking at, I mean, some of the the the, uh, uh, the pilgrim, I think, is the um, and then we want to. I cannot believe I can't remember that word, <laughs> what it's called. It's just when it probe. 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 Right. I got there in the end. <laughs> Basically, the probe out to Mars does it bring some organisms back, and it transpires there's, there's you know one of these organisms actually alive. And then is the it so it's spin on um, Andromeda strain. Oh, I don't think I've seen that. I've heard of it. I don't think I've seen it. Oh, I, that's a classic sci-fi where they where where a satellite crash lands, and there's a it's essentially like a sort of biological agent on it that sort of right. turns everyone's blood to powder and they've got uh they've got like this sunken laboratory that sort of levels down of sort of different biosafety and you know i read the book and it was a good movie right, and this right. this actually ties into a lot of what we're seeing right now so these these weapons programs go back decades and the things like andromeda strain was sort of offshoots of these programs that were, were being inserted into essentially sort of popular culture and so the the sort of modern equivalent would be movies like contagion and oh, there was yeah. another um what's the other one well, it's a play well, you know the, the... one of the earliest films i recall seeing along those lines was the cassandra crossing mm -hmm. recall that. that's way back that's in the late 70s i think that one mm. but but yeah so all those films those sci-fi films have also served a purpose in shitting us up, mm, you know, and and driving fear into the populations, into, mm. into entire populations. Um, 
Well, right, you so... know, think think back when you were a lad, right? And um, you remember Fred's coming on TV? Fred. Fred's, the movie Fred's. Fred, yes. And it's just about surviving nuclear war. It's, you know, you're just watching mm. working class people in I don't know, Sheffield, right? And mm. then just the the pre sort of days uh, you know leading up to it and you know what's what's funny in that you know what what sticks in my mind is that you you can there's the radio playing all the time in the background or you as they'll sort of pan round you'll catch headlines on um you remember our new when we had news agents they would have like a <laughs> folding board out the front that they, they, they would have like that yeah and um, it was always um, Russian troops have now crossed into Iran. Um, there's now, you know, and you can hear the escalation building up. And it's mirroring very much what we're seeing right now. Same same protagonists, etc. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, you do, you do just have to wonder, you know, what, uh, <laughs> at what point does the, you know, life really start imitating art in in this sort of life imitating art imitating life Mm. Mm. that that's that's what i I mean (laughs) we essentially live in a facsimile Mm. Mm. you know a pseudo reality Mm. um i mean you and i are real right here Mm. you know at least i think we are because we're talking through a screen Mm. the only way i could know for certain is if you were sat right in front of me Everything I can else. show you I'm real, though. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Everything else is theatre. This, this um, so there's this element around, um, you know, so a lot of how would you frame this? Sort of cutting edge, bleeding edge, weaponry technology is about being able to control and extend consciousness, right? Such that the more, and and this is mirrored in these control systems which are being implemented right now, now, and you know, try and imagine it as sort of hierarchy, I guess, pyramid, and that they, the the Mm. controlling types wanna be able to peer down and control as much as possible. And this, Mm. this element is being weaponized or the conscious domain is being weaponized right now through things like um you know the the way people would understand this technology right now is things called like brain machine interfaces right so you're you're familiar with like elon musk's uh neuralinks and and there's another one yeah yeah um well you know I was gonna say same uh, comes from this tribe as well, bro. <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. Um, um, I don't think there's a single um, billionaire on the planet that isn't in on the gig. Mm. Um, I don't think you get to be a billionaire um, mm. unless you're in on the gig. Unless you're playing um, the game, or you, or you're a complete yeah. outlaw, and you, you're. I don't know, man. I don't know. You, I don't you become know. a. Uh, Scarface and uh, <laughs> just take over a patch and uh, billionaire though yeah you can take over a patch you can be a very successful you know criminal um, but you don't get to rival 
I don't think you get to rival the uh, the the main cartel unless mm -hmm. you're part of the uh, unless you're part of the gig. But I but but the, 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 there is a there's not consciousness there's not a consciousness for the masses. There's um it's like a hierarchy of it, a hierarchy of consciousness that we're that that, that, that we're allowed to attain. Mm. Um, yeah, and and it, this is this is the weaponization of psychology. So there's something called Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? This was this oh, was... and you know what? I kicked myself when I didn't mention that um, the last time. Maslow's martyrs um, was oh, um, <laughs> okay. yeah because that's as part of the old uh, part of the austerity as part of the Me Too um, mm. aspect. Um, and obviously being and the underlying patriotism, so-called patriotism being driven by Brexit and by, you know, Trump's America, now Biden's America. Um, the denial of dignity, mm. the, the deprivation that's that's been created through austerity, um, through normalization of 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 um of well deprivation, I um in strangling off opportunities for young men in particular was essentially denying and, and me too, um, creating such an environment where it's like certainly for, um, boys in classrooms, um, just being fucking becoming so timid. Um, and even, you know, grown ass men who are very wary of, you know, one night stands these days, because that could just lead to another false accusation, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and so, essentially, basics, food, safety, shelter, sex, mm -hmm. all these and that hierarchy being slowly unattainable mm -hmm. for no. your average man, right? In particular for your, 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 your white, working-class, heterosexual male yeah. who are the backbone of armies in the West, entire armies in the West, who they needed for recruitment, okay, so depriving them of opportunities in civilian life, and then this additional Me Too messaging, um, the only way around this, you could get away from that toxic masculinity fucking messaging that was that was being pushed out, um, oh. was, to, was to sign up. You know, so by being denied the basics, being denied your dignity, by being denied your ability to 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 have some self-esteem and some some actualization, mm. um, they then would be there to you know pick up the pieces. Mm. So in driving you into this gaslight, you know, into this this position through gaslight, through media, through policy, propaganda, and policy. Um, they then, you know, gave you the, the solution. Here you go, you can have your self-respect back, your self-esteem back, and you can be admired by society if you only put this military uniform on. Mm -hmm. yeah. Or or uh, the other option is you can go to fucking prison mm. or you can end up in the streets. Mm. Yeah. Um, because yeah. that is, when you've got, <laughs> when you've got a scenario um, not when, because I don't think it's going to work now. It would have. Um, uh, what's that? What's that line? We shall abolish the orgasm, and urologists are at work upon it now. Nineteen eighty-four. Okay. Mm. So all this propaganda, these policies, the judiciary as well. Um, 
And so you've got uh, the removal of, of this trial period of trials for men who are, who are accused of sexual assault, of rape, of domestic abuse, um, removal of juries for a single judge to sit. That is just, that's just open season. Mm. Yep. You know, and it's one word against the other. And of course, you've got all these narratives saying, oh, the conviction rates for rapes, you know, are something like kind of 4%, 5% or something like that. Mm. Um, and so then, therefore, society is rigged against women. It's all bullshit. You know, yeah. it's uh, so that sorry, mate. Coming back to that Maslow's hierarchy, it's the denial of the basics. Never mind being able to attain something of your own. Mm-hmm. You know, you can only attain something significant if it's approved by the party. If you mm-hmm. don't take the bait to sign up to go to to get you know find your purpose in a military uniform, then gangs await you, uh, prison awaits you, or the streets await you. Yeah. And that's that prison military industrial complex. I can't remember which page that's on. Um, the prison military industrial complex model that I did. Mm. So you've got all these various loops. Um, and essentially, you're, you're either being fed to the streets, you're being fed to prisons, or you're being fed to the military. Mm. Um, I, yeah, by the way, the dark truck model I did. I wasn't being a smart ass when I put that, when that was on page 88. That ended up on page eight. You know, 88 is of significant. <laughs> Uncle Adolfio. I wasn't being a smart ass, mm. right, when I put that on there. All right, on page, it just happened to end up on page 88. I didn't mm. notice it, I think, until about a year or so. Well, that's one of those synchronicities, it. bro. That's uh... Right. And, and that's what, a lot, of the, a lot of gaslighting Gilligan is written through a prism of cryptic symbolism because that's what they love doing to us, right? They love to wave, wave their power through cryptic symbolism. So a lot of gaslighting Gilligan is written in cryptic symbolism, right? Um, so I'm doing to them exactly what it is that they're doing to us. I've done to them exactly what it is that they're doing to us. Um, and where they should, I mean, as I said before, I'm, I'm, I'm a spiritual guy. I, I know we go on from this. Um, and where they need to be absolutely petrified um, is I never put that on there on page 88 deliberately. That, that that I think was a was a was a bit of divine intervention. Yeah, well that's that's the gears of the greater reality sort of meshing and you know sort mm-hmm. of um it comes out as part of the conscious experience and you know then and the perverse as- aspect is that you know this so you've got that weaponization that you were talking about just there but it's also it forms the construct around which we you know especially we were sort of speaking about this last week um sort of operant conditioning and yeah. um getting people into so in order to be able to, so I was talking earlier about extend your field of consciousness, right? Because then you're, then you're essentially opening up information feeds that you can essentially build and make predictions off of, 
and that yeah, yeah. that in the weapons race becomes very um you know the so a, a, a good way of thinking about it is so when they would when they do like elect, electronic trading and they're the, mm -hmm. literally fractions of a second make the difference between you know being able to make trades and make a profit and they they try and place themselves as physically close to the stock exchange so their distance across the fiber optic cable is an, yeah. gives them an, an edge right and so literally we're at that sort of level of trying to manipulate the uh, the substrate of reality and so that what the what the, what i think is coming and um so the the integration of technology machine this is all very real this is all happening right now um i'm sad to say that or i'm sorry to say that i played a part in sort of you know forging forging that path ahead and sort of working on those technologies yeah to one degree or in, in, in some aspect of it it's some aspect of the entire construct. We've all contributed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, for, for that, I'll pay it. <laughs> oh, I, I do. I do. Um, well, you know, I try, I try to sort of look at it now as um, I'm not doing it now. I'm, I'm yeah. actively trying to, um, I won't say sabotage, but, you know, at least there's a there's a trajectory to reality that it's it's always moving forward right and you can just try to make it move in a direction that's more ethical i would say and more um well that, that preserves the sovereignty of individuals and that what they need to have which is family and extended family right yeah but the well, the, I, I guess I guess the point I was, I've I've made the point, which is that the the way they're moving this technology, I could get really into the technical details of how how they're going to do this and how they're making, or, or what will be the next generation of this technology, and how they're going to mm -hmm. integrate with with the biology yourself, right? So this is this is why there are things you do, yeah, things I, like hyd yeah. hydrogels. This is all real and there's and so there's something that's emerged that's very concerning to me right and i'll i'll sort of lay out a bit of science here um so there's a there's a push in technology and i only found this out recently because of a friend um who sort of you know he he got the bit between his teeth and um dove into the science from a completely out of left so Essentially, what you're looking at there is the modern interconnected networks of this force that you're you're talking about that that makes up this. Um, I'll, I'll send you the link, and mm, you know there's there's a few few things in there that you can highlight. So defense threat reduction agency, etc. And um, you know one of the things I'm looking for on here. So if I link to Charles Lieber, so you get DARPA and uh, MITRE and I'm looking for another one there's so much information packed into this that well let's just think about DARPA right and so that's that's the blue sky thinking domain 
of the military industrial complex. And so their, their goal is to be able to get a technical edge so that their soldier is superior, right? And mm -hmm. so there's multiple ways to do this, right? You can either try through some form of selective breeding, for example, eugenics, to try to mm -hmm. up the quality of your soldier. The other approach is to decimate or lower the aptitude and ability of your adversary. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, part of their thinking is to, um, oh, I want to find it. It's kind of, it's driving me insane that uh, N3 program there, right? So, so the brain initiative, the N3 program. So what this, this is, um, Part, part, but very much funny. Are you able to dark. enlarge that? You know? uh, maybe, yeah. So, N3 program is was part of the Obama Brain Initiative. It's a lot of money went into neuroscience in my field for being able to, and I, they always sell it to you as we're going to improve your health right we've got yeah. paralyzed people we're going to make them walk again etc but there's a military component to this now yes, yes. the technology yeah. is you know i'm a dinosaur now so and but and the technology has moved on and how how do you how do you make a compatible interface with the brain such that you Ooh. can feed information in and get information from and this is where they're sort of looking at you know sort of nano smart dust to be able to go in and sort of read and potentially write to neurons etc but there's a there's a very disturbing trend in the technology where they've discovered and I, this this blew my mind when I when I found this out because my my career path had been spent trying to find ways to avoid the emergence of this particular property and this is called um so they're called amyloids right and essentially they're so this gets back to the mad cows and prions and mm. so with amyloids what they're able to do is they've now got with through nano engineering and technology they can sputter what they call amyloid which are these repetitive co constructs of amino acids and they think right their thinking is is that this becomes a way to make an interface with your biology and and right. to me I, i'm I, I can't think of anything more sinister or worse than using this type of interface because we know it has um unpredictable effects because you 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 twist protein structures in such a way that they spin out of control and then you develop disease states now one of the one of the issues around SARS and the gene transfection technologies is that we know that they induce 
this amyloid so you have disease states of amyloidosis where you build up so alzheimer's think alzheimer's and that type of thing this is where these protein aggregations build up and it, it's a sort of uncontrollable cascade through the body and so but from their perspective they don't care if once you've done i don't know what's the average sign up five years in the military oh, I know, but that'd be that would be reasonable yeah but once you've done that your five be... years they don't care right what mm -hmm. happens to you right so long as so long as they've got the um the competitive edge in with respect to the the soldiery and being able to utilize it and you know the anything and everything's the battlefield these days because of the penetration of technology into mm -hmm. into all of our lives right full, full spectrum dominance yes yes very much so and the and i, I can i can physically sh I, I can show you physically what what i mean that happens with exposure to um the vaccines so uh just to search SARS vaccine pet imaging. Amyloid. This, right? So we're able through through imaging to be able to see so you can bind a radioisotope to the mis the misfolded protein so that it lights up with um do you know what pet imaging is positron electron yeah. transmission so often when right. on the tv when you see like that that you you're looking at sales pitch future science tomorrow's world shit right you'll see a pet image right and it's it's sort of Pre pre you you you'll know it when I, when you look at it right and it's it's just you know very sort of stark colors like what you're looking at here on the screen and uh -huh. what what you can see here where they've injected this individual there's a a, a spread of amyloid in this and, and this is someone who was suspected of um having alzheimer's but in this instance the the PET scan was done a day after the shot was done and they just caught this image by by chance basically but to me this this I, my concern is that there is elements in the rollout of these technologies that has the weaponization behind it and they're looking at that type of reaction and they know that if they can get that type of reaction they can interface tech to it right because you 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 right. yeah and you know it's it's i think it's still some way off in terms of practical use but they they gathered so much data in the last 3 years that they they'll be mm -hmm. sorting through that for for decades and um well that's only you know that that's assuming that they got away with this hmm. and i don't yeah. i don't think they will but, 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 you know, in, in principle, you're absolutely correct. You know, they, they would be pursuing this with it. Absolutely. So this was an Alzheimer's patient, was it, did you say? Suspected. And so they took, right. so 
they, so they did, will... did that patient volunteer for this? Uh, so he, he was scheduled to have this procedure. So that what they'll do is it's like they'll put this radioactive tracer intravenously and then they wanted to look, right. right? So they want to look at the amyloid burden in the brain, right? Yeah. And if, if they get a strong signal there and the, the, the doctor's description or diagnosis is, it seems like Alzheimer's is, you know, displaying behaviors, et cetera, forgetfulness, you know, depression, this side, this type of thing. So that they would, they can make a sort of more accurate diagnosis using a technique like this. So they just, they just managed to capture but by chance and they published it and, you know, it sits in the literature and um, I don't think people, it's bad enough that the vaccines cause this amyloid type reaction to occur. Okay. Mm. And then, and in someone, in someone who's, uh, well, neurodegenerative, because that covers a broad spectrum that a, a lot of the same disease processes are ongoing, which is these prion protein misfolding cascades that cause the biology to fail. And, but it, I, I know from my working experience, the way that these people would think and the nature of that type of response, that would be pursued aggressively to make mm -hmm. sure that they could um, leverage this ability to start making these what they what they would class as biocompatible biocompatible bridges between carbon and essentially silicon and so there's a there's a sort of um failing with artificial intelligence right and it's a, it's a big debate just about you know can can the artificial intelligence just sort of run away from human beings and then can that become conscious in a way as we yeah. sort of understand and perceive and i i would sit on the spectrum of no it can't and so they yeah, have I to have yeah. they have to have human interface to give it to complete the circuit to complete the loop and this t this type of technology is how is how they're doing this and so if i go back to this why did i let's so shout out sparkus and um this the very uh, important work so i'm looking for charles lieber Okay, so at the beginning of the pandemic, um, so Charles Lieber was um, arrested on, well, so he, he was part of uh, what's called the Thousand Talents Program, which was sort of supposed to be academic exchange between China and Western um, institutes, for want of a better description. And I'll I'll tell you a little bit about his technology because he's very much in the neuroscience field and it's that he was looking at ways to build these brain machine interfaces and you know one of the disturbing aspects that they use is that in order for them to basically get the the neuron to 
attached to the contact of the electrode, right? So it's making a strong, a strong interface so you can record the electrical activity as as cleanly as possible. And so yeah. that they they've known for quite some time that you can use, um, well, essentially a peptide from HIV called TAT, T-A-T, and you can infect people with an uh, pooch and the this tap protein is able to pass into the central nervous system causes essentially processes to extend out from electrodes and then they can they can then essentially coat the electrode to bind to this tap protein and th and then this pulls us into hiv and hiv literally appears to have been a construct of these biowarfare programs there's hiv overlap in sars that shouldn't be there right now right. that's one that's mm -hmm. one of the issues that we're seeing right now so these these are the technologies and again you know a, a lot of this is sort of postulation uh, and trying to look at the these very disparate data sets but in order for them to be able to get control onto people, this technology is their um, goal, I guess, is yeah, the way yeah. to um, think about it. And, you know, what what, what you're doing is, is you, I think you're allowing people to see the state construct and how dark it really is. Yeah. and how how they would hone in on something like this i mean what you're talking about there is is incredibly uh, incredibly complicated as as a, as an idea as a concept it's not that complicated the way the the, the technical matter oh, technically which, very different. which you understand it's incredibly complicated mm -hmm. um and you know fair play to what was it uh, spartacus did you say that yeah spartacus shout spartacus when you should you yeah. should watch streams i've done with him but you can search through my Rumble channel and just yeah. type in Spartacus and, and listen to those streams where, you know, he 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 deep dived into this um, this technology. And I I personally was horrified that they would be thinking about user, utilizing amyloids. The bridge, if you like, to that, mm. the understandable bridge that mm. the, the layman, the layman can, can yeah. get you know that's why i'm speaking um, to you bro this is the, like my yeah. my role right now is to try to pump the brakes on this technocratic i don't know fascism whatever you want to call it technocratic yeah. tyranny yeah. and um that the way to do that is to is to say to people hang on you know th there's um there's things that you should be concerned about and some things that you should be um you know that, that um, they, they're using to gaslight you right which is you know the um so like think of 5g right this is a, this is a, a sort of nice nice example 5g is integral to this technology that would be unleashed over the coming mm -hmm. years it's not critical right now and all the all the psychological operations that get pushed out there are i would say is, is a case of softening up so that when they do do something 
where they where they're going to leverage this technology they they're, they're then able to um to progress i guess and you know they and, and, and like i say that in, in this there's this dynamic of struggle and uh, oh i see charles uh, mm -hmm. charles ricks is in the chat i want to introduce you to charles because charles found you and sent the um the link where i saw your discussion with uh, that lady a few weeks back um, yeah uh, marianne petrie yeah mm, she's yeah. um she's she's heavily involved in the family court arena mm, um she's written a couple of books on um the corruption that goes on in there and of course the family court arena is a a huge contributor to breaking mm. families to breaking society yeah 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 very much so the God. So thanks to him for for bringing me to your attention and who, who yeah yeah he's, he's he's solid and in this fight too he's he's um a WMD specialist um uh, yeah US oh you Marine. did mention it yeah yeah, yeah. It's a top tier warrior man and um he gets what's going on and um, mm -hmm. you know he's uh yeah he's another one that sort of jumped in and you know is feeding sort of information to me and I, I'm I think it I think it takes a you know um an especially confident person um I mean we all carry our insecurities of course we do but it takes an especially confident person I think to be able to stand alone you mm. know um, and to be able to take the flack that comes with you know discussing things like this um, certainly yeah. yourself having you know you know having been ejected from stroke have had to leave your your profession mm. um just by standing up for for, for what you know is right mm. um so yeah i mean fair play fair play to anybody that's that's took a stand you know what i don't know yeah. if if charles just wants to come in and say hello i'll send him the zoom link if he wants to jump in you should. You're uh, you're both uh, like squaddies. You'll get on. Um, do you mind? Do you want to say hello? Then I then I can wrap it up uh, real quick. But just because um, it's getting yeah. midnight. I don't have any. Um, I can see the map. That, yeah, I, I'm, I'll pull him into this Zoom call if if he's if he's got time. I don't know. I know he's sort of um, yeah. busy and stuff. But um, I I just I don't know. It seems like you, you should. You should meet, and you know what? I might get hit by lightning tomorrow. I got <laughs> I hit the house today, right? So, may as well make the connection uh, if I can whilst it's available. Right. So, so let me just um, do this real quick, and uh, I have to do this, zoom, this, this, and Charles. If you want to jump in, I will put the zoom link in uh our chat zoom chat basically oh no you know what it's easier for me skype i don't i don't like the chat function in zoom so much but let's let's see if uh charles wants to come in say hello if not um we can we can think about um sort of uh wrapping maybe it up. trying to get them in the next one perhaps yeah yeah i hear you um i think yes it will will happen um 
probably not to the extent as was the original design, as was the original plan. Um, mm. And I think very quickly, mm. um, the vast majority of people will start to turn on these so-called elites. Well, I, I, I'm, this I'm not so sure, man. If 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 they haven't done over the last few years, mm. um, I think they might just they've got people so wrapped up, and you know, it's, the indoctrination uh, is something else. It really has, mm, mm. and it really I has. I don't think. Um, Well, you know, um, hope for the best, but prepare for the worst, right? That that mm. should be an operational maxim at, at all times. And the um, so I can't remember who was telling me this, but you know, it was it might have been you actually, but just the at, at the sort of folding of the. Soviet Union, mm. what happened was that as they couldn't pay, so as the system breaks down, they can't maintain the the control systems in place. And so the, you know, <laughs> get people, you know, that are, are, are supervising arms warehouses that then get sent off to, you know, Africa or whatever, and technology gets sort of stripped and and pulled out as as a as a country gets imploded, and I think that's where we'll mm. we'll see. Well, I, th I think that's where we'll sort of head as they tr as the state transitions from its current form to the next. And the well, this is why we, oh, we Charles need Charles has jumped in. Uh, let let me mm. let me pull him in, and I'll stop the share and allow me to introduce you to. Uh, Charles, uh, Charles, how are you, sir? Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Charles, meet Johnny. Johnny, meet Charles. Charles. All right. Um, nice to uh, <coughs> Maybe I, I've got to wrap it up because it's, it's getting late here, but just um, give a five-minute rundown of what you were doing in the Marines and how come you're here right now. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Well, um, well, I saw, I don't even remember how I first got, a, uh, saw something from uh, uh, Johnny. Jimmy. Yeah. I, I, I honestly, I can't remember exactly how I came across your stuff. And you might even send me a message, but um, once I did, like I started reading through it and I was like, oh yeah, this is, this is somebody along our lines who, who we should probably be connecting with because I could tell that from a different perspective, you had a lot of value in what you were Boy, you should be in just what you were thinking and about how everything was shaken down in the last few years. And at, pretty much by happenstance, I had left the, the Marine Corps after 15 years in 2018. So I was also going back to the civilian world in the United States and seeing just a shocking, uh, well, it was culture shock, like, like you said, just in general, but specifically because so many things had happened and so many things had changed during that time 
Um, and I know that in England, it's it's like a smaller country, and and you're you're more in tune with what's going on with Europe to begin with. But in the Marine Corps, especially since I was only for fifteen years, I wasn't at a super high rank. No, thank you. And I wasn't. Um, and I was traveling. I was bouncing around all across the country, and so there's less there's less continuity. And so when I rejoined the civilian world and I was doing it as a student, um, it was, it wasn't even, it was a completely different world than the one I'd left in which I'd been a senior in college working full-time and I got out, went back to school, was working full-time, going to school full-time. And it was obvious to me, uh, pretty much everything that you've been saying, uh, at least from a, from an American perspective, um, as as far as I mean, that that's why I wanted to connect you with um, with Kevin because I knew that your background. Well, I knew that you'd be, you would both be you have so many different ideas, but you'd be able to find some common ground in the great yeah, sense. Mm-hmm. And as, as far as my background, I was. I was Seaburn, basically. So um, I, I'm sure you know what that is, CBRN, because that's just the NATO standard for what they call yeah. it now. And I spent eight years as the chief of the, for the Department of State. So all the Marines guarding the embassies around the world, uh, I was training them and and um, analyzing events as they happened and, and adjusting TTPs and everything. And then I also spent three years as an instructor at Fort Leonard Wood in Missouri, teaching RMOS to new basic enlisted students and then eventually to warrant officers as well. Yeah, and you're so, both, uh, both drill sergeants. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, he, his was a little bit different, but, but what's interesting is that um, I don't have a lot to do with Europe, except I know a lot about NATO. And what NATO plans for, how they look at the world, how they look at these types of events, and so it's—I I was actually in Europe for a school trip for my MBA uh, in March of 2020, and I was actually at the embassy getting it like an economics brief, and our brief was interrupted by. Um, a news and an emergency meeting for all the embassy staff because the first confirmed cases of COVID-19 had just taken place in Prague or just, they just got word of in Prague. And so I'd spent a lot of time in Eastern Europe and then I was there when it happened. And once again, like everything I saw was just anti like it didn't make sense. Like we had all mm-hmm. these plans, we had all these things we were going to do if something like this ever happened. And we did basically none of that and just um followed the science. And um and so really all, all I've done the last three years is just try to research the origin of the pandemic since I knew it was bullshit what they were saying. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I could literally go on forever and I don't want to, 
because I know yeah. you guys are kind of closing up. But the bottom line is, is that um, now that we've been here for three years, it's easier for me to see that what Kevin was talking about and what you're talking about and what I've been investigating, it's all kind of converging. Yeah. And it all makes sense. And so you kind of bring the political side of it and then he brings the scientific side. And so that's really why I wanted you guys to get together. It was just because mm -hmm. I could tell that there's some complementary information that could yeah, come yeah, yeah, um, uh, for that, thank you, Charles. You just tip it as a So um, I've I've made the introductions. My boy is still prowling around at midnight, so I've got. <laughs> Good to see you, Charles. Yeah, I, I, I would like the three of us to sort of sit down and and work, you know, just sort of analyze what what's happening on these sort of events. You know, like like what we've seen in the last week, which is, again, I don't know if you saw the beginning of uh, the stream, Charles, but you know there was the um, weapons depot hit in Ukraine, and th th what I'm hearing, okay, is that there was a lot of nato cached stuff there including um british supplied depleted uranium um tank rounds and so they've basically just gone and unleashed essentially a dirty bomb massive dirty bomb on the on the battleground of ukraine and well thank, um, thanks to the british for uh for putting the depleted uranium rounds in there yeah yeah didn't they just Again, do that though all all deliberate all yeah, intentional. I'm, sure I'm sure it was deliberate, but what I don't because it it's almost seems like they had just moved depleted uranium into Ukraine. So it's almost as if they had to move it into there just so it could be hit. Mm -hmm. Because I, I would have sworn that happened in the last couple of weeks. Because they're trying to create that narrative, that, that radioactive, that nuclearized narrative in order to escalate. And bring yeah. that escalation back to Western Europe, back to Scotland, back to um, Faz Lane, in particular near Glasgow, because that's where the US-UK um, Trident submarine base is. Um, yeah. And obviously to essentially begin start starting to declare martial law in the States as well, in the United States as well. Um, they need to I escalate. No doubt that's, I have no doubt and that it was, it was intentional, it, it, because if they just moved them in, it had to be intentional. There's no way it wasn't. The consequences of every act are included in the act itself. Orwell, 1984. Mm. Yeah. So I think what I'd like to do, gentlemen, is um, schedule a time, I guess. I'm not I'm not big on schedules, but I, th I think it's important discussion that's at least recorded and people can come and mm -hmm. take the pieces that they need. It's long form, and I will mm -hmm. try to... Um, if I can yeah. just say as well, um, regarding the dark triad model, people obviously will, will read it, they'll look at the model, they'll read it, but try to think of it as music. You know, barely anybody can read music. Um, I can't read music, but you can feel music. All right. So the dark triad model, you're meant to feel it rather than just see it written on a piece of paper. You know, Very true. Uh, you feel it like, you, and that's what the propaganda does. You're meant to feel it as if it, as, as if it's music. 
to drive predictable emotions and behaviours. It's all been done before. All been done before. Yeah. Right. Very much so. Cheers, Kev. Um, I will. I will let you gentlemen go, Charles. I've I've got a sign off, bro. Because Charles is wrong. <laughs> the the kid is running around past midnight. I can't have that. <laughs> so good to see you. See you, and I'll I'll call you tomorrow. And um, the well, I think the stuff with Richard was just taken care of now. So it's just get that zip file to him. So um, there's that. All right, all right, gents. Thank you, and uh, I will hopefully speak to you or both of you together very soon. Um, Excellent. All right. All right. That's me out of here. Thank you guys for listening. Um, share this information out. It's very, very important. Um, you're at war, bitches. Wake the fuck up. And <laughs> we got to get through it. I got to get the boy under control. He shouldn't be up this night. I can't go. Take care. See ya. Oh, funny enough, I had to go to school this morning, pick the other boy up. He <laughs> ran. He ran over, cracked his head on a uh, on a bit of metal pole. Right, take like oh Simon, if you're listening, uh, life. We need the movie Life, uh, please. Um, I gotta watch that. All right, take care, folks. See you in the next one. Bro, you don't know how angry I am. You do. I'm like, I was just leaving for fucking work. You do not understand how fucking pissed off. After reading that little line, I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. Fuck these papers. I will fucking kill each fucking kappa, I swear! <laughs> this is not a fucking joke anymore! This is fucking dead serious! I am fucking dead serious! These people don't know who the fuck they're actually saying, fuck these kappas! No fucking vaccine or MRA will ever flow through my fucking blood blood! Never! No. I will fucking die! Fucking fighting for my fucking bees and my fucking forefathers and my fucking lineage! Fuck these motherfuckers! All them fine.